Hello, and welcome to the first episode in a brand new series, The World of Work. The World of Work is a podcast discussing trends and developments in today's labor market. It is brought to you by ClickIQ, an award-winning automated job advertising platform, and co-produced by you, our listeners. So be sure to leave us a comment on what topics should be explored, news we should be discussing, and anything else that will make us, The World of Work, your favorite podcast. And now, on with the show. Quite recently, Gad Levinson, chief economist of North America for the Conference Board, was interviewed by CNBC about the phenomenon of companies struggling to find blue-collar workers instead of white-collar ones. Here is a portion of that interview. Welcome to you. Thank you. I mean, have you ever seen something like this before? No, I think this is a truly unique uh, thing. Nothing like that happened in recent decades. Um, so there, certainly something new. So you said, to put it bluntly, there are simply not enough people in the labor force willing to work in blue-collar jobs. So here's the question. Is that because people don't want to do this type of work, or is it because there's still people on the sidelines who aren't quite yet tempted in by the wages? It's, it's probably both. I, I think it's a supply and demand issue. So on the one hand, We've seen a very large increase in the share of young people who are getting a BA. And people with a BA typically do not want to take those uh, jobs. Uh, and also on the supply side, uh, there has been a, a very large increase in the last decade or two of people without a BA degree who are on disability. And that further shrinks the supply of, of blue-collar workers in potential. Yeah. But at the same time, the demand for those jobs increase, uh, continues to increase. So you have more demand and less supply, and you get a shortage. I agree with Gad Levinson. Recruiting and hiring blue-collar workers are a challenge. Consider these stats. A 2018 report by Deloitte and the Manufacturing Institute projected that between 2018 and 2028, there could be as many as 2.4 million unfilled manufacturing jobs. According to the American Trucking Association, America will be short 175,000 drivers by 2026. Even today, a lack of drivers is making goods more expensive and delaying orders. The American Petroleum Institute said in a recent report that oil, gas, and petrochemical companies will need to hire roughly 30,000 new workers each year over the next two decades to replace retiring employees. And the Paraprofessional Healthcare Institute projects by 2020, home healthcare professionals will be one of the largest occupations in the United States with 1.3 million caregivers needed to meet a growing demand over the next decade. So what are companies doing to cope with this overwhelming talent shortage? I am going to share with you three examples in today's episode entitled, Blue Collar Workers Are Hard to Find. With so much talent scarcity, companies have to be innovative with their recruitment strategies to fill their open positions. Take for example, the trend of hiring mature workers in the fast food industry. McDonald's raised more than a few eyebrows with a recent announcement. They pledged to hire more senior citizens in their bid to fill 250,000 summer jobs this year, and they are not the only fast food chain doing so. 
Hiring mature workers is a trend in the fast food industry for a variety of reasons. Listen to this report from NBC News. Tonight, Business Insider reports that fast food joints, they're now turning to senior citizens for hiring instead of teenagers. As we found out, it's a trend happening right here in Colorado Springs. News size Katie Blaze joins us in our newsroom with this report. Katie. Robin Elizabeth, as the article explains, it's because of two demographic shifts. The first, there's a nationwide labor shortage, meaning there are more jobs available than workers to fill them. The second, Americans are working longer, and for some, it's to help with income, as Social Security just isn't cutting it. Beyond that, some fast food businesses tell me senior citizens are just better workers. Hire those senior citizens, you know, they, they know their stuff. That's the advice Angela Hayes has for any fast food joints in need of solid workers. Nothing wrong with kids, but it just seems that nowadays, like the whole millennial thing, they have, there's very few of them that have good work ethics. Hayes is a district manager of Pita Pit in Colorado Springs. About three or four times each year, she's in charge of hiring new employees. Honestly, I try not to really hire teenagers. You always got to you know, have an open mind because there are some good ones out there, but for the most part, I just try not to. Instead, she's turning to senior citizens like June Cove Boyd. I love my little senior citizen, June, that works here. Customers love her. It's just better to get, you know, older people with more experience. They're on time, they're friendlier, and they're not on their cell phone all the time. The fast food industry has been targeting mature workers in their bid to find and recruit the elusive blue-collar worker. And that's just one example of what companies are doing. Here is another one. In Pennsylvania, the job market is tight. How tight is it? Well, it's so tight that staffing agencies are holding job fairs in prisons. A recent article in the Morning Call reported on the tight labor market in Pennsylvania. Here are a couple of quotes from their article. In today's tight job market, fueled by Pennsylvania's lowest unemployment rate in almost two decades, Blazer of Surge Staffing in Schuylkill County is having a difficult time finding workers who fit his list. With hundreds of warehouse positions to fill, he's looking in an unusual place for new hires behind bars. We understand that people deserve a second chance, said Blazer, one of more than a dozen vendors at the Frackville State Prison's recent career and re-entry fair. If a person wants to work, we want to talk to them. The fair held last week at the Maximum Security Facility in Ryan Township, Schuylkill County, about 60 miles northwest of Allentown, is part of a State Department of Corrections push to get inmates ready to return to their communities. And a little bit further down in that same article, a job fair inside a prison would have been unheard of just five years ago, said Jeff Cutler, a teacher at the prison. But a combination of criminal justice reforms and a shrinking labor pool has more employers more willing to consider former inmates. It used to be very hard for an ex-offender to get a job, Cutler said. Everything has changed now. And one more example for you. I found this one on the Huffington Post. According to a study conducted in April 2017 by Career Crossroads, a talent acquisition peer-to-peer -peer research community, only 9% of organizations surveyed had a formal program in place to stay connected with former employees. 
Sodexo, a global food services and facilities management company, is one of them. As part of the exit interview, every management level employee who separates in good standing receives information about the corporate alumni program. This is followed by a postcard with details about how to access the Reconnections Online Community, their corporate alumni program. Long story short, its community has over 8,000 members with 20% of their external hires originating from their corporate alumni program. Hiring mature workers, targeting ex-felons, and rehiring former employees are just a few ways companies are recruiting blue-collar workers. But with all that innovation, it seems to me that some companies are missing the obvious tactic, job advertising. Now, I've been to several HR conferences recently, and I've noticed that no one really talks about their job advertising strategy. Maybe that's because each year there are articles upon articles upon articles upon articles <laughs> about the death of job boards. Yet job boards are still around. I think the reason people don't talk about their job advertising strategy is that they can't always measure the results, certainly not in real time. They post their jobs on multiple job boards and pray for applicants, but who's to say which job boards delivered the most value? For that matter, why post exclusively on job boards? Facebook has a wide reach and Google even wider, some would argue. Now, if you found a tool that can do all that, you would have something game-changing, something efficient, something that could save you a lot of money. Pretty much what you would have is ClickIQ. Check out their website, www.clickiq.us. That's www.clickiq.us and request a demo of their award-winning job advertising platform. If you are in the market for blue-collar workers and you need results today, <laughs> ClickIQ might be your best option. You've been listening to The World of Work, hosted by Jim Stroud, brought to you by Click IQ and co-produced by you, our listeners. Be sure to leave a comment on topics you would like us to explore and how we can make The World of Work your favorite podcast. And if you would, subscribe to this podcast now so you won't miss the next episode.